you know, as we uh, close out this new year, I thought it would be good for us as a church to just pray together. Would that be good? <laughs> just to thank the Lord for all that He has done, uh, kind of what He's doing, uh, where we're going, and, um, and I, I think for, for some, uh, when you look back uh, on 2019, uh, it's, it's been difficult, to say the least. Uh, I think of some families, some individuals in our church that have gone through a difficult year. And uh, yet God's Word says to give thanks in the midst of all things. In fact, there's power when you give thanks in the midst of sorrow and, and pain. And when it comes to uh, 2019, some of you may have had a great year. And uh, you hope 2020 is at least as good, if not better, than 2019. And so as you look forward, what is it that you would like to pray for? as the coming year approaches. There's just so much to talk to the Lord about. And um, we, we've not done this in a while, but I would like to just kind of direct our prayers today. I'm just going to give you certain things to think about and pray. And uh, just uh, between you and the Lord, just pray these things. So let's, let's join together. Would you spend a few moments? Just bow your heads with me. I want you to look back at 2019 in your own life. What are some highlights what are some challenges? And uh, as you look back, uh, please uh, just kind of think of two or three things that uh, stick out. Events, relationships, situations that on this final Sunday of the year, you just want to take a few moments and you want to thank the Lord for how He's walked with you through that, how He's blessed you, how He's uh, made something beautiful out of a difficult situation, and uh, how He's just been with you. Would you spend a few moments giving Him praise and thanks? There may be some things that uh, are unresolved as you turn the page to the new year. And uh, you're still waiting for God to open some doors that you thought He might in 2019. And maybe there's a relationship that is still strained and struggling. And uh, I want you to think a few of these. Ask God for His wisdom and His humility and His grace to, so that He can use you to bring about His, His work, His kingdom into these situations. Would you pray for those? And as you think about 2020, what comes to your mind? What are your expectations? And uh, I know that some of you have big plans for 2020, <laughs> maybe like getting married or moving, starting a business. There's just a lot of expectation as you look forward to this coming year. Maybe you just have no idea. Maybe you're entering with some apprehension and anxiousness. I think it would be good on this final Sunday of the year to just take a few moments and put 2020 into God's hands. Let him know of your intention to be led by his spirit, no matter what comes. Let's pray and offer that to him. Father, I do thank you for all that you have brought each and every one of us through this past year. I thank you, Father, for the ways in which you have worked in so many different people's lives and, and families and relationships. I thank you, Father, for being able to see your spirit's closeness and companionship through grief, 
through difficulties that people have had. And I pray, Father, for ongoing situations in the lives of families and individuals in our church. And uh, you know, Father, those situations that, uh, that trouble us and that we constantly bring to you. And uh, be it for aging parents or wayward kids or a whole variety of things, Father God. We just want to pray that this next year would bring about your divine will into these situations, that you would redeem those that are lost, that you would heal those that are sick. We pray, Father God, that you would bring about your will your love. And Father, as we look at 2020, we do put it into your hands as families and as individuals. We say, Lord, we have no idea what this coming year will bring, but we know that we can trust you with it, that no matter what happens in this world in which we live, that uh, you will walk it with us, that you will carry us sometimes, you will comfort us, you will uh, spur us on, you will convict us. You will inspire us. Father, whatever it is that uh, 2020 has for us, we just pray that it would be a year of spiritual growth, that we would be more formed into the image of your Son. We give you praise for what you do in our lives. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I also think we ought to pray for our church, for this church and its ministry this next year. And um, again, looking back... As a church family, we have so much to be grateful for. Um, many of you who I look out there and I see so many faces and I think about this Sunday last year, I hadn't met you yet. <laughs> There's so many new faces this year and uh, for that we are very grateful. For many of you, you've had conversations with me and other staff about what God has been doing in your life and how He's been richly blessing you and growing you in your faith. And I think we as a church ought to give praise for, for that, what God is doing in the lives of individuals. I also want you to know that God has blessed us, with, blessed us with a great team of leaders. We have a great church staff here, you know, just an awesome church staff. And uh, elders that, uh, that we work with here, just such a, a, a group of men that uh, love one another, that love the church, that uh, are able to have fun together that are able to also make critical decisions in a godly way. We are blessed as a church with the leadership that God has brought to us. I'm grateful for it. I also want you to know that God has blessed us financially in our church. Um, in November, you may have remembered that I sent out a video to the church uh, regarding church finances, just kind of bringing you up to speed on where we were before the last, we entered the last uh, month of the year, and our monthly budget is about $59,000 here, and in December, we have so far received $198,000. All that makes me think is I need to do more videos, right? Yeah. <laughs> but we have so much to praise God for as a church body, and uh, 
I want us just to take a few moments and uh, let's pray for that and then I'll guide us through a few other things to pray for. Let's pray together. Father God, we are just so grateful when we think of the conversations that we've had about people who have perhaps attended a, a class on Sunday morning or heard a message or attended a Bible study uh, uh, that they just say, uh, there's something that God is opening up to me that I never knew before. And uh, He is becoming uh, what I always wanted Him to be in my life. We've had that conversation over and over this year. And for that, we give you praise because that's not the work of man. That's only the work of your spirit. It's only the work that you can do in the hearts and lives of people. And Father, we just pray that you would continue to grow us as individuals Father, we do praise you, Father, for the provision of leaders for this church. I thank you for the teams of people that I get to work with, both the elders and the staff, and just uh, uh, their heart for you, their heart for this church, uh, and uh, the fact that they just don't take themselves too seriously sometimes, that they can just uh, be comfortable in their own skin and know who they are and just uh, cherish the relationship they have with you and, and know that you are uh, the center of this church and they're, they're a part of that uh, leadership team that uh, you have put together and uh, are leading this church in such a way that brings about your will and uh, your guidance. And Father, we do thank you for the provision financially of this year and uh, you know what you're doing. You, you, you always resource your church uh, the way that you want to. We've had uh, some lean times where you have worked in the midst of those times, and uh, we've had times of bounty, and uh, we know that you have blessed us to be a blessing. You've not blessed us so that we can hoard and uh, uh, hold on to, but uh, you have blessed us that we may be able to bless others. And so I pray, Father God, that you would continue to uh, use all the resources, people, uh, facilities, finances to be able to further the work of the Lord in this community, Father. I also want us to take a moment to pray for those who've lost loved ones this past year, and perhaps there's someone that comes to your mind. And as I pray, would you pray for those who've uh, lost someone dear to them, a spouse, a parent, a sibling, even a child this past year? Would you just lift those up to the, to the Lord? Father, as I was thinking about this before coming to church, I was just thinking of the different scenes in the lives of people in this church who have suffered loss this past year. And uh, I, I, I marvel sometimes at how you are able to sustain and uphold and strengthen in the midst of some really difficult seasons. And I do pray for those that have um, put into your hands someone that they, they love and that they have lived with and uh, has been a part of their life. I pray as they grieve, Father, that you would just surround them with your loving care, that they would know that though they walk through this valley, that they need not fear for you're with them. And Father, I pray specifically for these five individuals, Joanna, Brenda, Bob, John, and David, who have placed their spouse in your hands this past year. 
I pray, Father, that you would continue as you, are, as you have been, walking with them, sustaining them. And I pray, Father God, that as they turn the chapter into 2020, that they will cherish the memories and see all that it is that you have for them going forward, Father. And as we move into 2020, I want each of us to pray for the areas of ministry in this church that are dear to our hearts. Father, we do pray for our church and its, its influence in this community with children, with teenagers, with men, with women. We pray that you would expand our influence, Father, in this community, that more and more people would know the wonderful work of your grace, the transforming work of your grace. I pray, Father God, that, uh, that our message here would always be clear, it would always be truthful. It would always be delivered with grace through every class, through every Bible study, through every message. I pray, Father, that uh, people would know that there is hope in you, that, there is, that you are able and worthy of their faith. And Father, I do pray that you would continue to help us as a church to put you, Jesus, at the center of everything that we do, everything that we are. I pray, Father God, that you would help us to build strong, healthy biblical community, crossing all man-made barriers, Father, that we would be a family that cherishes one another, that is there for one another, that grieves together, that laughs together, that plays together, that worships together. I just pray, Father God, that 2020 would be a, a, a catalyst year in the life of our church. And Father, for all of these things, again, we are believing in you and trusting in you that you will go before us, you'll be behind us, that you will strengthen and gird us in such a way that uh, the influence of this church and this community of believers would just grow and grow, not only among us, Father, but in our community and across this whole Central Texas area, Father. So we pray your blessing upon this church this year. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, it's easy to see that Jesus has done so much for us, and as we've been praying about our own individual lives and the life of the church, uh, we're most grateful for Him, right? <laughs> we're most grateful for what He has done in our lives, how He has come, and by His grace, He has saved us and redeemed us, and uh, He is our life, and in preparing for communion today, uh, on this last Sunday of the year, I want to read a passage from Romans 5, just make a few remarks. Um, I did have one child ask me beforehand if we're going to play bingo today. We do on more, most fifth Sundays, uh, but no, we're not. That's the bad news, okay? I know. The good news is the reason we're not is because I'm not going to speak long enough for you to have a whole game. I knew they'd clap. I knew it. I knew it. I saw who did that too. One was an elder. What does that tell you? I even said nice things about you. Now, let's repair our hearts. Romans 5, great passage. For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. 
For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through him. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only this, but we also exult in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. (laughs) I say amen. Have you ever been completely helpless? Completely helpless. Uh, That's what the passage says about our condition. Without Christ, we're helpless. We were helpless to live godly, good lives. It says we were sinful, completely unworthy of being accepted by God. And it even gets worse. It says that we were His enemies. We were against His work in our lives. We wanted our way, and we wanted it all the time. But it says that while we were helpless and sinful and his enemy, he came. And he died for us to save us from what we deserved. I mean, probably the best analogy uh, of this is a, a young toddler with his parent. Sometimes, occasionally, toddlers can be selfish. Right? Yet, they think that they deserve everything. Um, A toddler is unable to do things, but thinks he can do anything. The toddler doesn't realize how much need he has, how dependent he is on his parent, If he really understood the reality of his situation, he would let his parent guide him and help him and provide for him, wouldn't he? Or she. (laughs) The toddler would quit saying things like, no. Mine. I can do it. And God is that father of ours who sees us kind of saying those things sometimes. We're trying to make ourselves worthy, uh, and uh, he just he just perhaps look at a look at looks at us with that uh, all knowing grin, as we might think a toddler is cute at their attempts, and he lovingly wants us to see the futility, the the actually weak futility of our self-efforts and to just say, okay, I am needy. I trust you. I need you. You see, the Lord knows something. He knows that our success, our power, our significance is only found in dependence, not independence. And so you see, Jesus died for the helpless, sinful enemies that we were. I say praise the Lord, but there's more. 
And I like the way Dan Stone puts it in his book, The Rest of the Gospel, which our class has been going through. What's good news to us now isn't just that He died for us, though that is good news. It isn't just that He's with us, though that's good news. It isn't just that He's in us, helping us, though that is also good news. The really good news is that He is in us, living His life as us. Don't you like that? He has joined His Spirit with our spirit in the unseen and eternal, and eternal. There's deity inside us. We are not that deity, but we are containers of the deity. A well of eternal life is springing up within us. And that life is adequate. That life is sufficient. That life is never exhausted, never tires, never tastes bitter. That life is always light, always has mercy in it, always has a second chance in it, always carries God's forgiveness toward others, always is love. That's the life that is lived as us because it's His life. Made me think of 2 Corinthians 2.14, but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of Him in every place. For we are a fragrance of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. Those who Christ has redeemed have received not only forgiveness, but have received Him. We've received triumph, victory, we are the very fragrance of God. He lives His life as us. His power, His ability, His grace, His love, His forgiveness can be seen. Yes, it can even be smelled through the lives of His followers. Those of us who used to be helpless, sinful enemies. I say that's amazing. As Mercy Me's famous hit song now says, that's not good news. That's the best news ever. Amen. So we're going to give space in our service for you to participate in communion and celebrate this goodness, this life that He's given to us by eating the bread and drinking the juice. And when you do that, you're acknowledging that He is living in you, that He is living His life through you. And as I said earlier, feel free to share as families, as couples, as connect groups by yourself. We have a gluten-free option back at the sound booth. It's simply a time on this last Sunday of the year to give thanks for all He's done. Embrace Him, His love, His hope, His life for this next year. Don't be in a rush. We'll allow several minutes. We have two down front, two on the sides. And then we'll close the service with a song proclaiming the praise that we have for this wonderful life that He's given to us. Let's pray together. Father, we thank You again for the provision of Your love and the provision of Your grace and Your life. And Father, as we think of the changing of the year, 
my prayer is that in this coming year that uh, your spirit would be unleashed in this church and all across this nation. I'm praying, Father God, that uh, we would see mighty, wonderful, miraculous things because of what you're doing through your church. And Father, we know that doesn't come from, through our own good ideas. We know it doesn't come through our own uh, intellect, Father. It comes from your spirit, for you are power in us. You are grace in us. And Father, I pray that as we gather around your table now, that you would just bless this time. It would be meaningful in each of our lives. For it's to you we bring all glory and praise. And it's in your powerful name we pray these things. Amen.